Welcome to an enlightened hour of interactive talk. This is Guided Spirit Conversations with host Marla Goldberg. In this program, we spotlight guests from all over the globe who have helped others change their lives and will provide you with the tips, tools, and techniques that you need to help make a difference in your own life. Now, here is Marla Goldberg. Hello, everyone. I am so happy that you're with me today. Um, It's the day after Christmas. I hope Christmas was full of love and fun, mischief and miracles for you, and that you got what you wanted. And um, I hope that you're also remembering to give the gift that you can't stop giving, kindness and gratitude. Anyway, today I am so excited. We have Shatira Wilkes with us. And Shatira is a psychic medium. She is a public speaker and she is an amazing entrepreneur. She has spent years developing her gift and shares insights today on what is foreseen in 2020. I'm so excited. Let's welcome Shatira. Hi there. Hi, how are you, Marla? It's really nice to see you. I'm good, thank you, and it's great to see you. I always love your energy. It's always so, it's just so high octane. So, love it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You look beautiful, by the way. Thank you. Well, it's the last show of the season, of the year. Want to be sparkly for the end. Um, Speaking of the end, so let's talk a little bit about you, and we'll talk about what's coming up for 2020. When you you were born with this gift, how old were you when you realized that your ability was different than other people that you knew? Well, I would say probably around seven or eight years of age. That's when I noticed my I, something about me was different because I was seeing things at that age. How was your family with it? I mean, did they support it and say, oh, you know, that's very nice. Tell us more. Or did they say there's nothing like that? You know, try to quash it. They were thinking it was a little weird, just a little weird, you know, (laughs) (laughs) understandable. Everywhere I go, I'm seeing something. I understand. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. And then I I don't, um, do you have siblings? I do. I do. And do they also have the ability as well? No. So you were really no, unique don't. in your family. You sort of stood out for what you were able to see and experience. Very uniquely weird. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> my mother does. My mom does. But no, she's the only one. But back in the day when you were seven or eight, your mom wasn't aware of her abilities either. Is that correct? No. No, she wasn't. And because, okay, so just to share, Shatira's mother is Linda Wilkes, and Linda is a walk-in soul. Uh, she's had this experience, and which has opened her up to her talents, abilities, gifts, whatever you want to refer to them as. Mm-hmm. And here's Shatira, who grew up with this and, yes. you know, was not even aware. So when did you learn to work with your gift? Did you try to close it down? Did you... Actually, I did, because before I was really um, acknowledging that I was a medium, I would have dreams. So in the dreams, they would be so, so just real. I would have dreams of uh, things that would happen tomorrow, um, people that would be leaving here, crossing over to the other side. I would be with them. I saw my little, my little dog, my poodle and my chihuahua, what happened to them. And in the physical world, they were still living. But in my dream, I would come out of these dreams like, oh, my God. And I asked God, I said, I I don't I don't know. Please. I was a kid. I would pray. I don't want to have dreams. I don't want to have dreams. And then I started having things more in real time. So that's when I realized not only do I have dreams, but I'm a, a medium and I'm an intuitive and I can sometimes pick up on things before people say them. And sometimes I can sit next to a person and kind of see inside their home uh, through my mind's eye. It's kind of weird. <laughs> wow, I hope you're not looking at mine. But <laughs> it's a holiday mess. I hope you're not looking at mine. <laughs> <laughs> you're so funny. So, um, and then, so when you were growing up, did you find this gift shameful or weird? And, you know, did it help you or hurt you, especially in those teen years? I mean, you know, you were seven or eight when you realized something was unique. But then sometimes when you're a teenager and you're trying to fit in and yet you're, you, you're different and you feel different, 
it could yeah. affect you one way or the other. Well, the one thing about it is that um, it was, I did see it as, as a little weird, but I always had the same friends. So my friends all knew, oh, when she talks spends the night, sometimes she sees They were all the same friends. They all knew how I was. I'm still friends with them now. So they never, yeah, they never made me feel weird or anything. That's so they were totally accepting of you and just said, that's, that's a Shatira thing. Yes. Yes. They knew it. So they, they would say it. And there was times their parents would ask me like, did you see anything? Because I would spend a night at their house. Oh, so they were looking for entities, you know, God. earthbound beings that didn't cross over like is our house wanted or did they want to know if any of the visit the relatives came to visit with messages relatives primarily or if it was haunted that was the term always used haunted yeah now, do you do you do you get into paranormal paranormal stuff no i don't i only stick in my gift i'm a bridge between lives that's what i love doing spirit knows that and um that's it i'm only involved in everything dealing with love and light I think that's fabulous. And did this ability help you when you started your first business? Now, I, I love the story about how you started your first business because I thought yes. that I think it's a great story. If you could share that, please. So uh, it did help me because it was the beginning of me becoming an entrepreneur. Um, so I'm going to make the story really, really, the story really, really short. So for let's just say about four months. Every time I would get up, a penny would fall. A penny would fall out of a chair. A penny would fall out the car. A penny would just always seem to have fallen off me some kind of way. I didn't pay attention to it. But I noticed that I had pennies all over because I got to, I stopped picking them up. So one night I went to the restroom to use the bathroom, middle of the night. Of course, no clothes. And I use the bathroom, wash my hands. And a penny literally comes flying at me through the air from the doorway. I ran out screaming like, oh, my God, I knew I wasn't crazy. The pennies again. Now one came flying at me. I had nothing going. It couldn't have fallen <laughs> off of me. So we did. Love. <laughs> so I told my mom, my mom was like, maybe it's pennies from heaven. Let's find a book. We couldn't find a book. We couldn't find anything. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to pay attention. I went through the house. I started picking up all the pennies that I had that literally I just didn't pay attention to. And I told my son, he was like six years old. I said, we're going to do something with this. I don't know what. So I took the pennies and I'm really into fashion. So I took the pennies and I decided, you know what? I'm going to stick them on purses. I'm tired of carrying other people's labels. I'm going to carry my own label. There you go. We go out to dinner and a young man from NBC says, my wife walks over to me and says, my wife, by the name of Art Norman. He says, my wife loves your bag. Where'd you get that pocketbook from? I said, I just made it. I was just bored, (laughs) just made it, you know. And it was really my way of acknowledging spirit. Like, I see you, thank you. I don't know what this means, but here's the pennies. So next thing I know, he says, if you can promote this, create a website, this, that, whatever, whatever, I will make sure that you're seen all over NBC stations. And I was like, okay. He never, he was just really an angel, a real angel. Next thing I know, I did that. I started doing NBC stations nationwide. I got $6 million in free advertising with my handbags. I only had two bags, a penny bag and a nickel bag. And um, I was just really making money. from. So my bags are featured from InStyle to Ebony, free of charge. I mean, literally, I was invited to New York Fashion Week, and it all started from the pennies. So the pennies allowed me, the coin purse allowed me to buy my first franchise. I paid for my first franchise, which was which is at a more arrangement. And um, after that, I just continued the process. And then I ended up purchasing five franchises, now restaurants. And it just opened the door for many other things. But that was the start. It was a spiritual encounter. I think and Art Norman has a reputation of being such a nice person. Yes. So, yes. I mean, you couldn't have found- always been singing in my choir. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't find a nicer person to back you and support you through this, yeah. which is yes. lovely. Yes. And so, and here you are, and you just opened a restaurant in Tempe, Arizona with your son, correct? Tempe, Arizona, Chicago Chicken Shack, I sure did. And I love it, and we're in the midst of possibly franchising it. Very exciting. Wow, that's quick. Great. Congratulations. Huh? Well, to franchise Thank so you. quickly because you've been open, what, uh, three months maybe? Maybe? Four. Four, four months? One on five. 
I'm following yeah. you. But we already have like 20 potential franchisees across the nation. Wow. How so fabulous is it's that? It's like, why not? I, you know, I'm already a franchisee. I know how it works. I don't have to do it 10 years to figure it out. I've been a part of it for 13 years. So there you, there you go. It's, <laughs> it's amazing. Well, much continued success on Chicago's Chicken Shack. Thank you. So, and I can't wait when I get down to Arizona to go there and try some. So, which hopefully will be I soon. can't wait. I'm going to make sure I'm there. I hope so, because you're always so much fun. <laughs> Thank you. You too. Oh, thanks. So, let's talk about 2020. Um, yes. I, I look at it. I'm really excited about it, because not only do I look at it as the start of a new year, I look at it as the start of a new yes. decade. So... Mm-hmm. Do you have anything that you can share with our listeners about what you foresee happening in 2020? Do you want to categorize, like, well, break things I, down or just riff it? I'm, I can just kind of riff it because okay. it's, it's really all in one area for me. What I see and what I feel is 2020 will be a grand awakening, like a stage play of awakening for mm-hmm. many who have had doubt who have had no clear understanding, who did not believe also in the idea of everything beyond the physical really do exist. I think there's going to be a massive download for small things, for people to just suddenly be introduced to things, more acceptance of the crystals and acknowledgments of how they work, more acceptance to understanding that we are spiritual beings living in a physical body here just for the whole process of learning and enjoying life. Um, I do believe that that's going to be the major thing that takes place. And I feel like for many people who've had a lot of negative experiences in 219, 219 was pretty trying for a lot of people, a lot of people, including yeah. myself. I feel like 220 is just going to feel like a lottery, a lottery of greatness. Oh, I love that's that. what I feel like. A lot of people will be much, huh? I love, love that. that. The lottery of, of abundance, a lottery of things coming to you. Yes, I feel that way. And I just feel like it's a clearing. It's a refreshing. It's a wake up call. It's an acknowledgement of people who are choosing to understand that they are beyond the physical and their spirits first. They'll start seeing the benefits of that because that's going to open many doors of many things. That is, I have to tell you, when I hear you say that, I just get elated in my heart. It just feels good because I know a number of people struggling, as we all do, and yeah. my wish is that they would realize that there is more than just what they can tangibly see, feel, or do, and to follow the guidance they're given because I think a lot of people hear one thing and it's like, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. I mean, I was one of those people back in the day, yeah. and now here I am. Who would have guessed? You know, two years of yes. And yeah, now, I was the same way. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So we're going to go on a little break, but when we come back, we're going to talk more about 2020, what Shatira feels, sees things, and have a, a wonderful discussion. So we'll be back in just a bit. Stay tuned. Okay. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. My effing long journey to loving myself, a guide to a shorter path, is an account of Marla Goldberg's transformational journey and a guide to some of the most powerful TTTs or tips, tools, and techniques that she learned along the way. These TTTs taught her how to release anger and learn how to forgive ultimately finding total self-acceptance and self-love. Learn to release anger, frustration, and stress. Learn to forgive others and yourself. Go from self-loathing to self-love. Pick up your copy of Marla's book by visiting marlagoldberg.net. Life can be confusing at times. There can be uncertainty, disappointment, and an inability to clearly see where you're headed. But it doesn't have to be this way at all if you understand how to take the next step in your life. Tune in to Living the Miracle with your hosts, Michael and Raphael Tamora. We'll help you to find the deeper meaning that awaits you in your life, have certainty in yourself, and learn to be clairvoyant. 
Listen Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Take a closer look at yourself in the present. Your body has its own GPS system designed to help you follow your intuition, align your thoughts, and set your own course. Host Dean Lee is here to be your external guide to this discovery. Take a break, a mindful space to pause, and help bring forth the balance that your life deserves. Listen live for Mindful Space to Pause every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call in to the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello, everyone. Thank you for sticking around, or if you've just tuned in, my guest today is Shatira Wilkes, and Shatira is a psychic medium, speaker, public speaker, and entrepreneur. And while we were off air, first of all, I want to say, if you want to get in touch with Shatira, you can reach out to her at mediumiam23 at gmail.com, mediumiam23 at gmail.com. So welcome back, Shatira I was loving, we were having this conversation about, um, during break, about receptivity and about people not, you know, like learning how to step out of their own way. And you said something that I thought was absolutely wonderful. Could you repeat it? Yes, I would say that um, in order to understand that all of our desires can be met, we must make sure we're not our own restriction. So what I decided to do um, at the latter part of this year, I said that I will only indulge in words, thoughts, and actions that are leading me towards my ultimate goal because I know what they are. Anything outside of that is a restriction. So you have to really pay close attention to that. You can't say you love your job, but you hate all the people. The universe don't understand that. You're not going to get towards your goal if you're speaking your own restriction towards what you say you like. It all must work together. Your thoughts, your actions, and your words must all be working towards your ultimate goal or you're your own problem. So do you have any suggestions for somebody who's stuck in a negative cycle? They think they're being positive, but they're doing exactly what you say. It's like, I love what I do, but I hate the people I have to do it with, or I hate my customers, but I really love real yeah. estate or, or whatever it might be, or, you know, whatever product or service they're, they're offering, but they love their actual getting into it, but they just don't like the outside pieces of it. How do you ask to suggest that well, people let me step tell out you of their own here. way? Well, I totally get that. I understand that having a, a, a large uh, clientele of customers as well. Um, so how that can be redirected and changed. So, for example, if a person says, oh, I love my job, but I don't like the customers, then the, what they have to do is say, oh, I love my job. I love how the customers come in smiling. I love the customers who love us back. I love the customers that come in that put money in my bank account that allow me to live, that allow me to give, that allow me to cherish things in life that I desire. Everything else don't matter. That's the only thing you focus on. And I hope that, that anybody out there, you know, who if you're going through a challenging time, you listen to these words because this woman says it as it is. And it's so true just how to how to step out of your own way. And if you fall off the wagon, do it again. You can pick yourself up immediately and just say, okay, I fell off. I'm going back to changing my thought pattern, my pattern of speech, and get back on the wagon. I mean, I think that's, you know. Yeah, and that sounds easier said than done. It sounds easier said than done, but it really is the way to manifest. If you really want to be a true manifester, that's how you do it. You only see what is working towards your goal. 
And when you see that, you will remove yourself from the momentum of the negativity. Because when a person is consistently having negativity, they've created a momentum of it. So now the universe is going to keep giving you the momentum of what it clearly looks like you like. Exactly. It's, it's, you know, spirit thinks this is what you're, you're asking for, so it gives yeah. you more. And when yeah. you say, I don't want something, guess what? You're going to get more of what you don't want or don't like because that's what you're putting out. So it's it a lot of like energy. A, yeah. Yes, you're giving it energy. So it's like fire. If you take out the oxygen, the fire goes away. The same thing with the drama and the negativity. If you don't give it the oxygen, you get to let it extinguish itself, which I think is. Uh, and you so can do important. it with something. You can do. You can do it with something as simple as washing dishes. You know, a lot of people don't like washing dishes. Everybody has a dishwasher these days. But you could say, you know what? I'm gonna wash the dishes. Because I love how they feel when they're clean. I love how they feel when I put my food on it and it's all fresh. I love how they look when they're sitting in my cabinets. That will make you say, you know what? I like the dishes. I like washing dishes. It's okay because it brings me more joy than anything else. I'm thinking of doing laundry because I don't mind doing laundry and I don't even mind folding laundry. But for some reason, putting stuff away takes a few, couple more minutes. So <laughs> it's not that I dislike it, but it does. But but some people don't even like doing their own laundry, you know, or folding or yeah, putting it but away. Guess what? You can love doing the laundry because you love how how it feels clean when clothes. it's all together. You love how everything is so clean and fresh and folded neatly. You love the outcome of that. Anything outside of that is preventing you from getting that. That's the only thing you focus on is the outcome. That's so true. So true. So. Do you feel, how do you feel things are going to be economically for people uh, in 2020? Do you think things are going to stay status quo? Do you think that people are going to be making more money? Is there something, you know, something um, like a downturn coming in the market? Are you feeling anything like that? Well, what I can say, um, again, is that I feel people will be living their deepest thoughts. We are procreating every day. So things can always change. The one thing about it is I do feel that the universe is giving us all full possibility of greatness for 220. I feel like things can really be better for everybody. Now, the only time that doesn't happen is when we allow ourselves to get involved and change the thoughts and the dynamics of it. We really are all alchemists. So when we're changing the energy, that's when things change because things can be good right now, but all it takes is one negative thought to change the way that goes. But right now, I feel that 220 is offering more greatness than 219 ever did. It's up to us to take full advantage of it and be in your acceptance to receive it. And that's it. It's being in the receptivity. I'm sorry, put say that again so I can repeat it. <laughs> be in your acceptance to receive, receive it. it. That's I right. Mean, that, that is so true. And being open to it and and just allowing it to come into your life. Yeah. And when you get it, say thank you. I'm a huge, you know, I believe in gratitude. And I believe in thanking spirit for absolutely everything that comes my way. And I do. Yes. I mean, even because, though. You know, everyone's, living, everyone's living in different dimensions. We all think because we look alike, we're talking to each other. We're all sitting in the same room that we're living the same lives. We're not. Many people are living third dimensional lifestyles. And it's because of their mindsets. And some of us are living fifth dimensional lifestyles due to our mindsets. And in fifth dimensional realm, you see things manifesting much faster, but it's because you're creating it. You're living a different dynamic. You're living a different end of vibration. Your vibration is a whole different vibration. Yes. It's higher. It's lighter. And as you go into 5d things, yeah. are, because the veils are thinner because there's less of them, there is more instantaneous um, manifestation ability. Yes, you got to be really careful because people are capable of really manifesting and seeing whatever they're thinking now, go, really now because of the energy field, you can see it in 48 hours. Right. You really have to be careful. And that's why I always say clear. You delete. cannot be your own restriction. Right. I agree. You can't yes. be. And so I say clear delete three times when I have what I call my human thoughts, you know, of negativity, because I'm human, it's going to cross, things are going to cross my mind. 
So what do I want to do? I want to yes. stop it from going into the ethers. Clear, delete, clear, delete, clear, delete. I say it a lot. I have a bracelet that says it to remind myself or people to, you know, repeat over and over again about clear, delete, because it's so important to stop it from getting in the ethers so it doesn't manifest the negative doesn't manifest in 48 and hours. I have to do that even more myself sometimes, remember to say clear, delete. But I try to stay so focused in positivity uh, to where I don't have to do it often. But there are days. I'm a human. I'm a human. I'm loving this physicality. I am. But at the same time, you know, it comes with error. So thanks for reminding me of that, too. We all need to hear that. Thank you. It's my pleasure. And I really think it helps what's going to happen. You know, if you catch yourself and then you become really conscious of your words, and when you become conscious of your words, then you're more aware. Like at some point in your life, maybe you weren't as positive. I know I wasn't as I am today. But now that I've done clear delete for over 15 years, um, I, it's some, some days it is a mantra where it's like I'm saying it all day long because I, I get cranky. And then other times, I, you know, I'm aware yeah. of what I'm thinking and I can switch it on a dime and know that I'm changing, you know, the pattern. Yes. But that happens more often when you recognize you're changing your vibration. You have to be you have to be in awareness of that. If people only understood that everything around them, nothing matters except understanding vibration. You would understand the whole human race. You would understand everything. You could people that are blind, they're working yes. on a higher vibration than all of us on such a level of privilege. It's unbelievable because we sometimes misinterpret or we just don't utilize our gifts. Or we're too comfortable with them of having the privilege of just seeing and hearing and understanding. And we don't do anything else. But people who don't have that privilege, when they walk in a room, they're always working on a higher vibration. Because every decision they're making is based off the energy field. It's amazing. That's such an amazing way to look at it. And it's so true. And well, come in, what, the voice in my head kept saying, well, what about the people who are hearing impaired? What about what level are they dealing with? Yeah. Well, they're all still working off of energy, vibration. That's it. Yes. It is. Because vibration has nothing to do with hearing or seeing. It's all about feeling. Yes. And, you know, and here's the thing. You can feel bad and you can accept that you feel bad at times. But then once you're done licking your wounds for a period of time, you need to put it aside and raise your vibration and look at the positive side of whatever it is that's going on in you, whether it's a lost relationship or you don't have the money you want, or um, you've just had an encounter on the road with somebody that could be scary, you know, or any kind of rejection. So I totally agree with that. Let's go to the topic. Okay. This is a very, very difficult topic, but let's talk politics. Because what do you see in 2020 with that? Because it's so loaded. Well, here's what I think. I mean, and then I want to hear what you say. But I'm not looking at like, oh, let's beat Trump up or anything like that. I'm not looking at that. But I'm looking at like Lisa Murkowski, who this morning, it was on the air that she's not comfortable with what's going on in the Senate. And the fact that just one little shift in the energetic field that she's putting out there can make a huge difference for many, many people. So that's why I'm, just, yes. I'm, not, I'm not trying to sit there and, ma- and make this an anti-Trump or a for-Trump conversation, but there is a lot of dynamics happening in the political world that affect all of us well, in the United States, especially. It is. It, it does. It does affect us. But again, everything affects you if you believe it does in your mind. Um, I mean, it does. It really does. We see the results of it. But I move on such a vibration of energy and awareness with God, Mother Earth, and everything spiritually, everything I desire comes in that way. I don't believe that there's anyone that can stop that. However, since we do have to indulge in what we see and witness and hear on the news, um, I do recognize that a lot of spirit beings are starting to get involved. They're going to be changing other people. There's going to be many spirit guides aligning themselves with the spirit guides of other people, helping them make better decisions for all of us. So that does not surprise me that she said one little thing because she's been tapped in to and, and instructed to do so. You know, it's very obvious that it affects many people what's taking place. So we're going to be getting help beyond the physical on this, I believe. 
I agree with you. And I think that, well, you know, I was just talking to a friend of mine and she was saying how three people praying together can be, can have the results of 72 people praying apart. Yes. And raising yes. the vibration yes. to that level. Well, and I believe the- that's what's happening. Remember again, I said that I believe things are changing. There's going to be a huge awakening. In order for people to be awakened, to understand that it's more to this life than the physical, that means everyone is going to start having more encounters with things that align with letting them know that spirituality is real. That also includes people in the Senate. They're going to be awakened to what's right and what's wrong. Suddenly, people will just become compelled. That is what's taking place. It's going to be a compelling. It's going to be so compelling. And here's what I would love to see happen in 2020 or start to happen, the movement. And that's people coming back together again and not be pulled apart because the people who are not able to have a conversation with someone who doesn't have their same belief systems, you know, I have, I have, it makes me uncomfortable because for me, look at, you don't have to like what I believe. You don't have to believe what I believe. Exactly. But that doesn't make me a bad person. And just because you might believe in something else doesn't make you a bad person. It just makes you a human being. And so, so many people have been pulled apart by all the animosity and the divisiveness that I would just love to see people coming back together in 2020. And it's going to be a slow heal, like any kind of surgical procedure. And that's what I see this divide being, like a surgical cutting, pulling pulling people apart. Well, the biggest issue that I see with humans, and I'm one as well, is that a lot of times we do not allow people to be who they are. We have put out our own expectations of people. So we're really mad at ourselves because they're not responding the way we want them to. Okay. So So once that's understood, yeah, once that's understood, you can allow people to be who they are. I'm not mad at anyone who is for Trump or against Trump. You know, I have my own thoughts and I understand it's like anything in a marriage. You have a right to change your mind. It happens. It comes with living in the physical world. You do, but we can all, everything is negotiable. Once people understand everything is negotiable, nothing is personal. That's it. And nothing really is personal unless somebody makes a personal attack. And even that's not even personal because it's a projection from somebody else. Yes. So that really has nothing to do with you either. And that goes to that statement. It's none of my business what you think about me. Exactly. I had a friend on Facebook the other day who said something about Trump. And um, I was just like, well, listen, she then she removed her message and I inboxed her and I said, hey, listen, this is not anything negative. I understand if those are your beliefs, those are your beliefs. I get it. It's okay. Feel the way you do. You could have left your message out there. I'm not judging you one way or another. I still love you no matter what. (laughs) I understand. So, you know, I think I think once there's a, a, an awakening of Evolve, even in that, at that level. Everyone can really just learn to work together and figure things out. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it's so important. And, I, and the healing, I think the healing piece is so yes. important. Yes. Because there's so much divide. Let's come back together and be for the highest good for each and every individual. Yeah. You know, we don't need to label them. We just need to, you know mesh back together again and it doesn't mean we have to be clones of each other's thoughts or belief systems not at all just accepting of them just accepting but i do believe divine energy will do their job i love that i agree with that when you when you work with uh spirit do you work with angels do you work with certain guides guardians I work with my spirit guides. Uh, the angels are always working with me. Um, one in particular I work with as well. And I have a diet. I'm well, sorry, I'm going to have to ask I have you. all the hosts of heaven working. Isn't I'm that sorry? wonderful? I, oh, you, you cut out for a second. Oh, I'm sorry. I have the host of heaven working for me. I love that. Yeah, all the hosts of heaven. I think that is so cool. I um. I just had a procedure a week ago, and so I have to tell. I called in everyone, and I looked around, and they were all there. It was yes. the coolest vision. Yes, 
knowing that, you know, they're there, they're protecting me, they're watching over to make sure nothing goes wrong, and it's just an amazing vision to have. You know, when you get that opportunity, that is an awakening, because when I had surgery, I called in Ariel, Raphael, Gabriel, and Michael. I asked them all to stand in my room with me, and I said, listen, I'm such a baby. I need to feel you guys. I need to know. Like, you're hugging me. I need to know you're here. And I felt it. And everyone, well, after my surgery, everyone, I mean, they were all like, wow, this, everything just went perfect. So, yes, there is a lot of good in understanding that you're not here alone. Spirit loves working with us. I mean, we're just all getting through this process and not alone. People think they're here alone, but they're not. And here's what the, what a lot of people, I don't think they keep in front of the mind. Ask the angels and they will come. Ask for the help. Ask for the intervention and it will happen. But free will is involved. So until yeah. you ask, yeah. they're not going to be, you know, Mrs. Kravitz's and busybodies, you know, putting their nose in your business until you ask them to. And once yeah. you ask them to, then they're going to be there. They're going to show you a way. Yes. Everyone has free will. That is so true. And that's something that I think a lot of people forget is that's where the, the, the thought minds, you know, thought patterns, the words, the actions we have, which we spoke about earlier, yes. how it affects things today. Yes. Well, um, it's affecting us. We have to really be careful what we're thinking. Seriously, people just don't understand. If they knew they were creating a lot of their own issues, they would change the way they thought. One would help, right? Yeah. But they will just stall in their thought, hold one thought and think nothing else. If you're used to being negative, you just focus on one good word. <laughs> right. Exactly. And that's a way to start. But we're going to talk more start. about that when we come back. We've got to take another break. Hang with me, Shatira. <laughs> and you out there, please hang out for some more of this great conversation with Shatira Welks. We'll be back in a minute. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. My effing long journey to loving myself, a guide to a shorter path, is an account of Myla Goldberg's transformational journey and a guide to some of the most powerful TTTs or tips, tools, and techniques that she learned along the way. These TTTs taught her how to release anger and learn how to forgive, ultimately finding total self-acceptance and self-love. Learn to release anger, frustration, and stress. Learn to forgive others and yourself. Go from self-loathing to self-love. Pick up your copy of Marla's book by visiting marlagoldberg.net. Things Worth Considering, featuring host Gord Riddell and Dr. Jan Hill, is a program that's all about connections. The connections we make with our families, our workplaces, friends, and others around us. It's also about connections to ourself, spirit, feelings, and stories. Let us connect with you each week to explore what we are and what we can be moving forward. We can overcome the obstacles that stand in our way. Things Worth Considering airs live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Tune in to Lead Up for Women. Speak up to Lead Up as we celebrate the influence of women in business and beyond. Your host, Colleen Biggs, speaks with guests who have stories to share, have faced adversity, and have become success stories in business, in their communities, and in personal accomplishments. Join the strong and the brilliant ones and understand that the world is ready for you to be at your best. Lead Up for Women is heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call in to the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. 
Hello, everyone. Thank you for sticking around for another commercial break. I am here with Shatira Wilkes. Oh, my God, what a great conversation we're having. Um, and if you haven't heard the whole show, please listen to the replay because Shatira has shared some of the most powerful tips, tools, and techniques, and they're so easy to incorporate. Um, before we bring Katira, Shatira back, um, I want you to know you can reach her at mediumiam23 at gmail.com. Again, medium, I am, that's not I, I apostrophe M, it's M-E-D-I-U-M-I-A-M 23 at gmail.com. And welcome, Shatira. Welcome back. I'm so excited to finish Hi. this conversation on our last segment. But before we start going back to what we were talking about, it's charity shout out time. And so I love to spotlight a charity of my guests to, so hopefully some, you know, listeners would want to support and help your charity. And yours happens to be the Anti-Cruelty Society. Yes. I love animals. And so how did you get involved with Anti-Cruelty and wanting to help support them? Well, I'm, when I used to work at the post office, for example, when I was uh, still working a job, uh, I would have money taken out of my check every two weeks to go to that um, organization. So whenever there's an opportunity that presents itself to me, that's still the organization that I love to help because I love animals. I've always had animals and I just, I don't like to see them uh -oh. as far. So um, if I can give back in any way, I think of them. And the Anti-Cruelty Society is such a powerful organization and I've, I've adopted a few pets myself from there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. I'm a huge, I've only had one purebred animal in my life. Oh. And I have to tell you, she was one of the most neurotic beings I had. My, all, my, <laughs> all my rescues have been just such love bugs. And yeah. I, you know, they just haven't had the same issues. <laughs> I'm you, complete wholeness, huh? <laughs> absolutely. But that's you want I mean, it's, it's so true. I mean, Emma is so true. Um, and she, we, had to, we had to send her to the other side in August. So, But she was there for almost 17 years, so I'm grateful for the time we had. Wow, that's a long time. Long time. She was an old lady. But, yeah, I've had, all kind of pets from, I've had all kind of pets from turtles to hamsters to birds to dogs to cats to rabbits. I've had everything. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. I just saw the cutest hamster facebook thing but to reach um i want to just get to anti-cruelty society you can adopt an animal or you can give them financial donations help or volunteer and it's anti-cruelty a-n-t-i-c-r-u-e-l-t-y dot org yeah. um really it's a holiday these animals need everything as much as the humans do they, they do blankets and towels and love and food and treats and toys and but toys, a lot of, especially, they love toys. We all know that. Yes, they do love toys more than so, anything. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to talk my husband into um, filling the void. Shall toys I say? Filling the, <laughs> okay. filling the void. I get it. <laughs> so anyway, let's ask. Uh, what I want to find out when you work with clients, uh -huh. how do you how do, how do you feel others walk away after being? Ex experiencing your gift well my my experience is so weird but if I have 10 clients eight of them leave crying like very thankful I had this is really funny I had a client maybe uh, a week and a half ago and when she was leaving um, we were just playing and laughing and I I said I was gonna have me a margarita and she said, no, Tyra, no, I can't even see you having a margarita. I see you like a god. You cannot drink a margarita. No, I don't want to see that. And I was like, well, wait a minute. I'm human. <laughs> Just because I gave you a great reading, don't put me on a pedestal that high. I thank you. I appreciate it. But I do. I have a margarita sometimes. And I thought that was the funniest and the weirdest. But uh, for me, that was in great alignment with the idea that she saw that I was real in my gift. She saw that um, I was very authentic and she saw the potential of spirit being around me. And she just didn't want me to indulge in anything 
that was uh, physical. And I, that was very, that was a compliment. That's, That's a I- great compliment. And, you know, but as a human being, so I do have that question to ask you because there are a couple of lines of thought of indulgence. Uh-huh. Some people say that, um, you know, that you really can't get clear information if you're not clear, meaning if you've indulged in an alcoholic beverage or so, or marijuana, something like that. Well, I told her when she was leaving, I was going to have a, mar- a, right. a margarita. Oh, now while you're doing the session. of course. Yeah, not before. <laughs> but let me tell you again, uh, I do believe this has a, a whole role of energy. I know people who give their best readings if they have a drink. I mean, it's kind of weird and backwards, but I do know someone like that. Um, I have had a drink like earlier that day, maybe went out to dinner or something and had a, a reading that evening and my readings were still fine. What I will say is I notice a difference when I eat heavy foods. So if I eat like some ribs some pork or something or, or beef, then because I physically see spirit um, and, and I can hear them, when I have heavy food in my system, then they talk to me in pictures because that makes it difficult for me to communicate. Not alcohol, but heavy foods for me. So everybody's a little different. And sometimes the alcohol, I mean, I'm not saying that it's, I'm not going one way or the other, but sometimes you are able to put down any resistance to hearing the message after you've had a cocktail or two. Um, It depends because you got to remember, alcohol truly is, it's not called uh, the spirits for no reason. When you're bringing it, when you're drinking alcohol, you're actually inviting spirits. So it just depends on how a person works. I only work in the vibration of good and I have protection. So just like I don't hang out with certain people in the physical world, I don't hang out with certain people in the spirit world. So for me, it doesn't really affect me, but I don't do it enough to know either. Right. I mean, it's not a, I'm not suggesting it's a regular thing, but there are some yeah. people that say, oh, you can't be around my crystals. Or you can't be around my this or that if you've indulged because it, the, the vibration, the energy you bring with you. Yeah. And I'm of the ilk of non-judgment. You know, if, if you want to want a cocktail, have a cocktail. If you want to, have two, as long as you don't cause uh, harm to yourself or others. Right. And if you're working with somebody, that you're getting clear, clean information rather than information from the darker side. Exactly. Yeah. Um, see, it's a whole ritual for me when I prepare to, to work with someone. I want to make sure the vibration is right. I want to make sure the energy is changed. I am an alchemist. I love being one. I've been one in many lives. So in doing that, I want to make sure that when you sit in my environment, it's working for you and you're comfortable. So I don't indulge in bringing in vibration that may not work for me. Right. You know, but after I'm done, sometimes it's so draining. I'll have a little glass of wine <laughs> or or even a steak. I don't know. It just depends. Um, but I want to make sure that I'm in good energy before I do anything on the other side anyway. Right. So it's the same thing for me when I work with a client. Yeah. You you know, you do your preparation and everybody's prep is different. Yeah. What they do. But you want to make sure that you're grounded and clean and clear and yeah. whatever information you're giving is spirit guided. That's how, that's how I look at it for me. Yeah. It's kind of like driving a car. You know, some people drive very well drunk, but me, I'd much rather just not drink while I drive, you know, but it doesn't mean if I have a glass, I won't be good. Right. You know, right. If I have a glass of wine, I'll probably still drive you home safely and, and so forth. But it's just best to just not do it. I mean, that's just for me, though. It's all based on the way you train yourself, you know? Right. Like I never work. I would never work with a client at night after dinner. Um, and I, and I, here's the weird irony is I'm not a heavy drinker or indulger in anything. I'm pretty, I'm pretty much a lightweight, but I still won't, don't do it at night because my vibration doesn't ring as well up the, at night after dinner okay. Okay. as it might at 10 o'clock in the morning okay. or two in the afternoon. Yeah. You know, it's the, like we keep saying, and, and it, and then it sounds like a broken record. It's the vibe. It's the energy. And you want to keep your energy high and clean Mm -hmm. to give out great information. Yeah, that's very important. But see, also, I have a room where I do my readings and stuff. So it's really, it's it's created for the vibration that I need at all times. I I mean, even the chandelier is is all the color crystals of the chakra. So... I'm working uh, on you. You've seen it. I've been in your room and I love that room. It feels yeah. so good. 
Thank you. It's like indulging in a big, luxurious bath, but it's energy. <laughs> of energy. I love that. Yeah. 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 It is. I mean, you you have it so set in such a great, a great energetic vibe way that it just feels amazing. And, I, and see, when you try to do that and you're working in that type of vibration, everything will work out for you. You know, all you have to do in my case, I work with spirit so much. I, I, I know when to turn it off and I know when to turn it on. When I turn it on, they're like, yes, yeah, she's ready, guys. So it's, it's easy for me and it allows me to be of great help to my client. And that's what I love doing, helping people. That's what it's all about. I'd say I so agree with it. So we've only got a, a couple more minutes. So in a very short short statement, is there anything you'd like to share as a last statement with our listeners before uh, we sign off? I would just like to say to everyone listening, please just be open. Be open. Stop being your own restriction in all the things you desire, yet complain about them. Remember, you cannot play with the darkness and expect any good. And that also includes your words. 220 is going to open a door for so much good. It's a lottery of abundance, of love, light, privilege, money, wealth, everything. So just be available to it. Use words and thoughts that are only working for you and actions. That's it. Beautiful. I got goosebumps as you were saying that. It was like, it just sort of like rained on me. I was like, oh, this feels so good. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> you know, that's confirmation. Shatira, thank you so much for being a part of the show today. So grateful for you always. Thank um, you. I love it. Thank you. Oh, so I'll have to have you again, maybe a mother-daughter panel. Um, we'll look talk about next year. That I also want to thank Voice America, everybody who works with me and helps me get the show up and, and running and wonderful. Thank you. Uh, I want to thank Teresa Scott Reed, my assistant. You're my right arm, my left arm. Always grateful for you. I want to thank you, the listening audience, because without you, where would I be? So, and I just hope that some of the, the, the guests share things that are so helpful to helping you shift, enhance, or tweak your life in any way you see fit. It's the end. This is the last show of, of 2019. And my wishes, my dreams, my hopes for you are that not only 2020 the year, but the next decade is filled with love, mm-hmm. kindness, mm-hmm. generosity, support, abundance, health, great health, lots of laughter, and that your days sparkle and your nights shine. So thank you and happy new year. And till next year, I send you love, I send you blessings, and I send you gratitude. Take care. Thank you.